Somebody say, God is always speaking. But am I always listening? So make sure your antenna is clear. Back in the day, Drill, you might not remember this. You're a little bit younger than me. Yes, a little bit. But anyway, they had those little rabbit ears. Y'all remember, your, maybe your grandma, they got to adjust the antenna to make sure. Well, set your antenna. The new school, like what you talking about? Tune in. And when you get it on the right frequency, lock it in, okay? Somebody say lock in. Okay, then the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Now, let me interject right here. I don't care if you were born, uh, as I used to say, in the back seat of a Chevette. Somebody said, what's well, a Chevette? I mean, the back seat of whatever car that they consider to be on a lower scale, okay? <laughs> what is it today? I don't know what it would be today. But if you were born in the back seat of a car and your parents tell you that you were an accident, somebody say, but my life was created for a purpose, on purpose. Well, you mean even if my mama told me she didn't want me? God still knew that you would be here. You did not catch God. Your life did not catch God off guard. You were created on purpose for a specific purpose. Repeat after me. I was created on purpose for a specific purpose in spite of a pandemic, in spite of wrong mindsets. So and there's nothing nobody can do about it. So you were not an afterthought. You were born on purpose. So God began to talk to me once again about where we are in the world right now. It's a lot of darkness. And I hate to be the messenger of bad news, but I love being the messenger of this good news, that even though it's going to get a little bit darker in this world, the good news is any man be in Christ. <laughs> Our new new creation, you, you are, as they say in the, in the baseball field, safe. You know how they used to do it, the umpire? When they say, how do you do it? Okay, safe. You safe. You good. You good to go. But notice I said any man to be in Christ. Well, this old covenant, the principles still apply. God has never been a respecter person. Just like he knew Jeremiah in the womb. Guess what? He knew you. Matter of fact, he said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Say, God know everything about me. Everything. So it says, before you were born, I sanctified you. I set you apart. So whatever it is that God is calling you to do, you've been set apart to do it. So this morning when I was meditating and God was speaking to me, he began to talk to me about the importance of you guys being in your assignments. It's going to be so dark. Oh, God. What I mean is that the people's mindset is going to be so dark that they're going to need you to be in position. There are some who don't even, and I don't want to say it this way, but for the lack of a better word, have sense enough to know to come in and get fed. So he's going to have to send you to them. Okay. So whatever it is you were created to do your purpose, don't think it's sitting up in the church. You got to be the evangelist of the year. Nothing wrong with the evangelist of the year, but the evangelist of the year just might not be sitting in here trying to win souls that's already been won. He says, go into every man's world. So there are some of you guys, your assignment is going to be whatever it is. You might be a dental assistant, but I'm not a dental assistant just to go in there and clean somebody's teeth. I'm in here, so when she come in here crying, telling me about how she got them five kids and no support, God got you and your five babies. <laughs> Maybe when you go over there and, and you, you apply for that position that God has, you know, put in your heart that you need to be in that building, with those people, when you get in there and the folks in there just look like they're going to hell in a handbasket, 
You won't get in on the office conversations about how bad the world is. You'll be able to say, look, but it's light over here in Goshen. What you mean light in Goshen? You'll be able to break it down on their level. I don't know who needs to hear this. Because some of the church lingo, some of y'all got to learn how to speak like the other folk. And I don't mean talk crazy like them. If you go in there talking about light in Goshen, they're going to, you, thinking you crazy. What, what you talking about? Where is Goshen? Is it in Atlanta? Outside Atlanta? I don't know who needs to hear this. You don't have to quote a whole bunch of Bible verses. See, when you get the word in your heart, you can walk inconspicuously. Is that the word I want to use? Okay, come on. Correct me. Come on. That came out before I knew it. I'm like, wait, hold on. Look it up and correct me. Pastor, help me when I get home. Thank you, baby. But you can walk in there as the kids say, incognito then. And you don't have to, you know, quote all the Bible verses you know, because it'll be so deeply embedded in you, because you got a relationship with God. You read your Bible, not out of obligation, but you want to know the word. You the walking Bible. So there is something that all of us was created to do, and God is saying that where the world is now, he needs you to be in position. Well, how do I know what it is? First of all, as you spend time with God, he'll begin to show you if you don't already know. And the good news is that when you have a covering, what you don't know, your seers can help you to see. <clears throat> There's no reason for anybody to be a part of this ministry and be lost. I was thinking today, why wouldn't you want somebody who can see not to help you and your vision is blurry? <clears throat> That's another nugget. He says, I sanctified you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. And see, the vision God had for your life, somebody says, it's big. This is not a small vision. He said, I ordained you a prophet, not to Atlanta. I didn't call you to do anything small. It's your mentality that's keeping you small. We're we going to go there in a minute. I'm getting ahead of myself. He says, but I have what? Ordained you a prophet to the nations. Well, everybody's not going to be a prophet to the nations. Whatever he's calling you to do, boo-boo. It's big. Somebody says bigger than big. And it's greater than great. Somebody should have gave God a shout of praise right there. I just heard this. That's why parents, we need to be in tune and in purpose. So when our kids come to us, they can have a better understanding of what's on their life. I was telling Christina this morning, and she's like, was that straight out the press? I'm like, it's been on the press. I said, God got a big purpose for your life. I said, he's going to take you places, I said, beyond your wildest dreams. See, that's the benefit of having a good cover, and they can speak into your life. And if it wasn't so, guess what? Wouldn't a prophet speak? You, woman, see, I might have to give you a peppermint for that one. And, and people, a lot of church folk, let me talk about church folk, we have been so bamboozled by the world system that you think you can do it on your own. You got a seer. You got seers, and you don't want them to help you see. God was talking to me about the darkness this morning. I don't ever want to be without the light. Never, God. Every resource you made available, I'm taking advantage of it because I don't want to be lost. Darkness is not good, people of God. The Bible said, may the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. And then it says, look, 
Then said I, sounds like some humans that I know. Nobody in here, right? But somebody you might know. Oh, Lord God, behold, I cannot do math. For how can I start a business? Oh, God, see, because some guidance counselor didn't know their purpose, told you you weren't good at math, so you can't open up a business. Some of these students in high school, I, I, I pray for them because they listening to the wrong voices, don't know she out of purpose, trying to tell you what you can't do. No, you're not authorized or qualified. <laughs> but when I don't know, see, but when I don't know, I receive it as truth. That's my truth. I heard a man of God saying this. That, that, that's your darkness that you want to cover up as the truth. So now you're saying my truth. The only truth that we need to be standing by is the word of God. That's, that's the truth. Children of God. I'm trying to be dignified, y'all. I'm trying to, trying to do better today. It says, then said I, then said Jeremiah, oh, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a youth. The first thing the devil wants you to do when the Lord begins to show you his plan and purpose it's for you to doubt it. Because he know as long as you don't get in agreement with God, he don't have to worry about you. I don't believe that. Well, good. Keep not believing because you won't see it. I don't believe God got a big plan and a big purpose for my life. Fine. Because <laughs> if you don't believe it, you don't have to worry about it. It's not coming to pass anyway. So what I began to do when God started showing me the vision for my life, I began to reprogram my subconscious mind, <laughs> back to the environment. You can grow up, into, grow up in an environment that begins to grow up in you, and you'll be like a fish trying to survive in a dirty fish tank and wondering why you can't grow. Toxic. I pray, I pray over the body of Christ. You better know who you need to be connected with. And everybody that want to be with everybody, and you want to be like everybody. You want to fit in. <laughs> Once again, but you and God, when you decide to follow him, that's the majority. Keep going. God knew what he said. I knew you in the womb, so stop trying to tell him about your imperfections. He knew. I'll never forget the devil tried to tell me, you know, you have that southern accent. Like God didn't know I, I, I was raised in Mount Vernon, Alabama. In the South? Like God did not know when he called me the Southern drawl that I inherited in Mount Vernon. And if you're from Mount Vernon, shout out to my peeps. God bless. And let me say this. Well, I just heard this. And whatever the imperfection is, if it's something you don't like, most of the things, if you want to do something about it, you can work on that. I just talk like this because I've been talking like this. Well, well, hey, learn how to, you know, Focus in on it and take some time and work on it if that's what you decided to do. What I admire about our pastor, he works every week on getting better. He'll tell you, studying words and working on his diction, whatever he needs to do, because he's like, I want to be the best I can be. So I'm going to follow him as he follows Christ. And I was thinking this this morning, too. I don't want to be around people that can't help me pull up, never. Who wants to be around? I mean, I was like, God... I'll go by myself, me and Jesus, if I got to be around. You know, ask the Lord to send you some people to help pull you up. And if it ain't but one person, and that's my pastor, then that's who I'm going to have to connect with because I, I, I can't. <laughs> I 
Man, this is for real. But the Lord said to me, look how good God is. Somebody said he was speaking in the old covenant. So if he was speaking in the old covenant, now we on the, the new covenant, better promises, and, and you can't hear? But then the Lord said to me, to Jeremiah, do not say I am a youth. In other words, he's telling him, watch your mouth, son. You can't talk like that and walk in the assignment, the victory that I have for your life. Some of you guys, you need to, somebody say, watch my mouth. The Bible says you are snared by the words of who mouth? Let me give you a nugget. The girl has got so confident, I don't care what you say no more. Notice I said, let me correct that, anymore. Because, see, I was the kind of person I had to get over that. Because I would let the wrong people speak over me and into me. So when God started showing me the vision for my life, it took me a minute to reprogram some things. Because I'm like, me do that? And let me give you another nugget. <laughs> a lot of times, most of the times what I've seen, the people around you, they can't see it, baby. And some of them, they don't want to see it. Because they're not a light on me. Mm. See, it's impossible for the light to come into the room with darkness and something not interfere with the darkness. Matter of fact, it's impossible for no light to even come in contact with darkness and it not be affected. Somebody need to chew on that. But I had to learn. Not, I, I, don't, I can't base what God said to me on how you feel or what you say. And then learn this. Learn how to be aware of toxic environments. People that have toxic mindsets. And limit your time. I don't know who needs to hear this. Well, that's my family. Okay, I give you a Bible verse for those who think I don't know my Bible. Abram, get away from him. He, he, what did he say in the word? The Bible's got your kid folk. He didn't, say your, he didn't say your neighbors. Get the heck away from them. To a place that I'm going to show you. Do, you. do you hear what I'm saying? Well, I want Lot to go with me. Lot might not be able to go. On this journey. Because see, sometimes when Lot come, Lot come with that mentality. And I'm trying to go this way. And Lot talking about back here. I'm not back there no more. We better. <laughs> Who was Lot? Go read your Bible. The nephew. Sometimes you might, if you love Lot that much, you might have to go ahead and get your stuff. As the kids would say, your ish together. Whatever you want to say. Whatever, whoever. I ain't worried about the church folks. Get it together. And then go back and minister to Lot. Because if you're not strong enough, see, Lot started influencing you. Lot got you at the party all night. Lot got you thinking about what they're doing over there. When God trying to speak to you over here, you can't even get up and praise God because you're so worried about what Lot and them had you doing last night. God said, Tracy, stay focused. Think about it. I was thinking about how even with these athletes, when you have somebody who's serious about what they're doing, they're not going to let you persuade them. To, that I'm sure some of these guys is really doing this thing. You're not going to get me to get high. You ain't getting ready to get me 
You get drunk. You ain't getting ready to get me to party with you all night. I ain't getting ready to fight nobody. Why? They got too much to lose in their focus. I'm focused. I'm like a, look at my face, like a bulldog on a pork chop right about now. I got my eyes on the prize. And no demon in hell or demon standing on the earth realm will stop me from crossing over. And some of you got to be more tenacious about this thing. I'm on the alert. Like they say, it's a war, war, war threat. And they on high alert. <laughs> you in a war zone. And you need to have your antenna on high alert. Nobody and nothing's going to distract me. I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't care if his stuff dipped it. Oh, Lord, Crystal. In gold, if they make it in gold. Whatever you want to claim that is. I'm focused. It's not worth that. <laughs> I don't care what you got to offer me. I'm focused. It's not worth <laughs> me hindering and the anointing, the assignment on my life, destiny and purpose. Because, see, you already don't have any direction. But I'm set. My face is like a flint. I'm like, Peter, I'm going to walk on this water. And, and if you're not, your mindset is not there, I'm not going to let you hinder me. Because, see, Peter starts sinking. This is what I believe. After he started considering the Cushites. Who are the Cushites? Whoever you want to, the people around you that's, that's trying to, yeah, thank you, the boat riders then. Can't be moved by that. Chelsea, sometimes, I mean, you got to walk along. And see, when you got assignment and you focus, it's intimidating the people who have no direction, no guidance. They are intimidated. And I thought about it. I can't blame you. Because if I was lost like that and going to hell in a handbasket and I saw somebody excited about life and energetic, I think I probably would feel the same way. And you know you stuck. And the devil been talking to you and his voice is louder than any other voice in your life. They can't help it. But he says, do not say I'm a youth, for you should go. And I like the way God put this, because to me, I hear authority. You're going to do it. <laughs> See, let God be the final authority in your life. He knows where he wants to take you. He says, for you should go to all to whom I send you. And see, when your life is open for God, this is Tracy Riggs. If, can I give you just a little bit of wisdom? Whatever God say to do. The girl going to do it. Now, there are sometimes I have to talk, you know, my, my, my soulish man, my mind, my will, my intellect. You know, you are a spirit. You have a soul that lives in the side of this body. I have to tell myself, oh, you're going to do it. <laughs> Tracy, you, you got this, and God got you. There's times you got to have inner conversation and tell that soulish realm, you're going to do what God said to do, whether you feel like it or not. Too many believers walking about feelings instead of being led by the spirit of God. Are you wondering why nothing is happening? Because God said, listen, I told you what I have for you to do, but you're too busy listening to the lot. You're too busy listening to that old mindset. Oh, I don't know why I got to go here. It took me years and years, and I'm still in the process of overcoming the old mindset. And you think you got it after two weeks of listening? I can't to this day just go anywhere with everybody. But you can do it, though. Oh, I got this. And wondering why nothing is happening the way you thought it would happen yet. Those environments are critical. Back, back again, God told Abel, leave them. Get away. I was the kind of person that was hooked on my mom and dad. When I say hooked, I'm talking about hooked on my parents. 
I was next to the baby, but everybody know that they say I was more like the baby. I don't know how this happened, but I was hooked. When I say hooked on my mom and daddy, hooked, okay? And I just felt like as long as they were close, all was well in my world. But when God started talking to me and told me to go to California, now you got to remember, I was in Alabama, and I heard the Lord talking to me about going to school of ministry in Los Angeles. So think about this, though. Look, look at how, how amazing God can work in our lives when we allow him to. I left Alabama, my mama and my dad. The reason why I had to tell you how hooked I was, to let you see how I had decided. I decided back then that whatever God said to do, that is what I was going to do. And I packed up the stuff I had, didn't know where I was going to live, what I was going to do. I didn't have all, it plan all of it planned out, and that was major because I was the kind of person that had to be planned out. And moved to Los Angeles and trusted God from there. And had no idea that I would end up back in Atlanta, Georgia, years later. I had no clue, but I just knew that I was going to trust God and not, okay, my soulish realm telling me, how are you going to make it without your mom and daddy? There were days, literally, the devil would tell me, your daddy can't save you from this. But guess what? My father God, my big daddy, never left me, never forsook me, was there the whole time. And he taught me, literally, because I allowed him to, how to let go of the natural and rely on him for the supernatural. And I saw things that the average believer never see in this life realm, in this, in this life realm, not on this side. You wonder why you didn't see the supernatural? Are you trusting God? Are you still leaning to your own understanding? God is saying where the world is right now, he want to do some miraculous things in your life. But you'll never be able to figure it out on your own. Where is that Jeremiah? He said it. Watch this. Do not say I'm a youth, for you should go to all to whom I send you, or whatever, whatever I command you. You shall speak. He said, I know what I'm going to tell you to say. And I can't speak for anybody else, especially those of us in the body of Christ who's leaders. Say what God tells you to say. Stop worrying about the people. And it says, do not be afraid of their faces. <laughs> and, and I thought about me. I, I, I don't mind sharing it. I suffered with the disease of people approval addiction. And see, if you like that, the devil will pop your bag. Eat your lunch, as they say, and pop your bag. I'm talking to the believers. I had to renew my mind because I was more concerned about what they were going to think about me than what God said. Didn't I tell you I had to renew my mind? I'm sharing this. I tell our daughter this all the time. You, you can't be worried about Because, see, let me tell you about the people. They did this with Jesus. Hosanna, Hosanna one minute. Crucify, crucify the next. And, see, those of us who suffer from approval addiction, people approval addiction, let me tell you what the devil would do with that kind of thing. You're doing it to please them and still it don't please them. Because if it's their characteristics and their nature to talk about you and be against you anyway, if you don't do what they want you to do, guess what? That's in you anyway. So if I did what you wanted me to do, guess what's going to happen? You're still going to talk about me. You're still not going to be pleased with me. And I had to learn. Some people, oh, this is going to be hard for some of y'all. I'm going to give you, get, get ready to put your seatbelt on the, the plane when the turbulence get here. What they do, Kim, they tell you, put your seatbelt on. Some people just don't like you because it's you. They don't. I just heard, know what the Holy Ghost just said? And not them. I just heard that so loud, Drill. Because <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, yeah. somebody going to get that. Chelsea, they'll hate on you <laughs> just because it's you. 
Did you hear that? And not them. <laughs> but baby, you need to walk in a room as my dad used to say with your head in there. I ain't talking about arrogance. The confidence that you know what? Hey, me and God got this. And God called me a prophet to the nations. And I don't care. Tracy Ricks will never play it small again for people around her light to try to shine. If you don't have the light yourself, what can I do about it? But I never again dim this light. She walks up in the room like she owns the place with confidence, knowing that God have anointed and appointed me, and that should be the mindset of every new creation believer. Low self-esteem should not be amongst us. Who told you? Who told you, Adam, that you was naked? Did I say that? Okay. <laughs> he says, do not be afraid of their faces. And see, I was the kind of person, and Pastor Rick's always said this about me. Pastor Tracy come out swinging. She come out. But I'm going to tell you why she came out swinging. <laughs> see, if you keep kicking the chihuahua, you keep, keep kicking the little poodle. He was a good little dog. Well, you calling yourself a dog? My mind said it's so healthy. My mind didn't go there, but I know. We'll help you get your mind together. Keep kicking him. And the next dog to come his way, guess what he'll start doing? He going to ray up at you like a bulldog because he tired of getting kicked. So, so I had been kicked around a little bit. I wasn't where I'm at today. So when I came out, because see, the men told me, the men, you're not supposed to be a pastor. You're not supposed to be doing that. I had to go before a board that tried to pure, when I say let the pure devil use them, telling me what I was not supposed to do. But, baby, when I tell you my daddy, chapter 1, verse 56, kicked in on me. And I sat there, and I took it like a man. <laughs> what you supposed to do? I told him everything God told me. Now, I cried after I left there. Got on that airplane to head back to Alabama. The Lord said, just like this plane taking off. Don't worry about it. Nothing they got to say. You do what I call you to do. And they'll come looking for you. Okay, y'all not, you're not hearing me. Didn't stop nothing. They just wanted me to get an agreement with them. The devil wanted me to get an agreement with him and forget about them. Some of you guys, that's all you need to do. You want to see some changes, forget about them and follow him. <laughs> okay, I don't know who needed to hear that. So pastor said, well, she come out, but I had to come out swinging. Because if I didn't come out swinging, guess what? I probably wasn't coming. But now I can walk in here cool, calm, and collective and tell you what thus said the Lord. And if you don't want it, <laughs> me and Jesus still making it, as my husband would say, do what it do. Because I know I'm a woman. And I don't have to prove to anybody that I'm 100% woman. I got the fruits to prove it. So when God started, you know, showing fruit to say, what's on your life? Why are you worried about them? You don't even have to defend. Who need to hit us? Stop trying to defend. See, that was me. I had to defend myself all the time. All my life. I had to fight. Somebody said, let it go. Let Jesus fight you back. Let, him, let Jesus fight you back. Let let." not proving nothing to anybody anymore. I was telling my kid, I, I'm the man respect, but when I see you don't respect it, I know what to do. <laughs> Get away from you. 
you won't get that opportunity no more. Shanika, they won't get that one no more. You had it. <laughs> you used to be there, but you lost that spot. Got up in my car, kick a well on you. In the, uh, well, anyway, I ain't going to go there for the national. <laughs> Paper. Huh? Given by God. <laughs> Worry about what you think and say. Get out of here. I was the kind of person I had let the wrong people have too much influence in my life for years. It wasn't their fault. It was mine. And I did it by default. Somebody didn't hear this. Some of you letting the wrong people. I don't care. And this is with all sympathy. It's mama. If mama starts saying something contrary to what God said about me. How's the weather, mama? It's good. Okay, I love you. I'll call you back on the next holiday. I'll stop by and give you some roses because I thank you for pushing me on out. Okay, y'all not hearing me. I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm not going to get ugly with you. But I learned better, as my dad would say. And now I'm doing better. So, Mama, I love you. But Mama can't speak into my life like whoever this is for. Mama, you can't, you know, because if Mama's saying something contrary to God, to hear what God said. Do you know the devil, I don't know who needs to hear this, can use any vessel. He'll use your child if she opened herself up. You was already having a bad day and your child said, Mama, now, now why your hair look like this? They ain't even mean no harm. <laughs> Just use your little baby soap. But let me tell you what I did in my house. Let me tell you what we did. I done raised up some exhorters. If don't nobody else gas up Tracy Riggs, if the, well, you need to be gassed up. Well, worry about you. Everybody, if they be honest, needs some encouragement sometimes. But you, I guess you, you're the only one that don't, you're self-righteous. See, that's arrogance and pride. And, but if don't nobody else gas the girl up, I don't have to have one compliment when I leave my house. Because first of all, I've learned to tell. Somebody say, tell yourself, I don't have nobody. Girl, you look good. You might be 659 pounds, but look at all 659 of them and say, baby, you carrying this. You doing this thing. And then come talk to Tracy Ricks and we'll show you how to make it do what it do. If don't nobody else encourage you, I don't care if you three foot two. You put all of them inches right there and tell yourself you a bad woman. You use a bad. <laughs> Ain't no tall man going to want me. Who said that? Because see, your mouth got to line up. <laughs> I mean, you got to know. When I say you got to know who you are, you got to know that I don't care what anybody else say. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. Okay, y'all looking at me. Why you got to sell that? Because, see, some of y'all are afraid of people's faces. You're intimidated by them because you're not confident in even your appearance. I just heard that. The first time I remember you walked through the door and you told me I was pretty. Seriously, though, I went to the car, and my mind was saying, I probably looked a little crazy. I wasn't used to people saying that to me. And my mind went, there, why she say I'm pretty? She might not admit, I don't know. <laughs> But my mind didn't want to receive. You can get, man, kicked for so long. A bit. You don't want the filet. Because the, 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 the hamburger from McDonald's or the Golden Arches, I'm kind of name. Okay. 
You, you're so used to eating it until when you get a decent meal, your mouth, your taste buds, don't, they like, this ain't, something ain't right with this. But now, baby, when I tell you, oh, and I thank God my husband has always gassed me. Let me make sure I shout out to my man. It's always, but I had to learn how to do it here first so whenever somebody else say it, okay, because if they can influence you and pull you by what they say, Guess what? When they don't say it, then you're gonna be pulled. And I decided that wasn't gonna that that, 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 that wasn't gonna happen anymore. Shitty. I can't do that no more. Cause I was there. But the first time she said it to me, my mind was like, why she say that? But I, I, I learned something. We've raised exhorters. And one thing our children are gonna do, especially our girls, I guess guys are a little different, but I said the girls, if we don't do nothing else, we're gonna we're gonna let each other know. Christina comes in the bathroom this morning to check and see if I needed anything. As soon as she walked in the door, I said, girl, you just bad. You're so pretty. Now, you know you're pretty. You got no makeup on and you're pretty. And I meant what I told her, Drew. Because, see, she ain't got to worry about nobody else trying to come. But no no, no little knucklehead, as daddy used to say, got to encourage you. And now you, you, you want to give everything you got because somebody complimented you. You don't have to do that. But I meant what I said. Then I told her, I said, Christine, I said, how is it that people can see you? Know it's something that they can compliment you about. Know that it looks, you got to concentrate on not doing that, don't you? That's an art. But it's natural to some people because they program. Because me complimenting you or exhorting you, not going to take nothing for me. But if I'm already on the floor, and my self-esteem low, I can't compliment you because I need every little bit I can get for myself. Somebody should have gave God a shout of praise right there. He says, do not be afraid of their faces. So, Alina, when you start walking in your anointing, your confidence, it will be intimidating to people. Baby, don't look at it. In other words, start ignoring it. And, and that's not easy Drew, all the time. Because, see, I was the kind of person I wanted everybody to do like me. If I love you, why you don't love me back? It's so good, so good loving somebody when somebody loves you back. And that's a fact. It's so good, so good complimenting somebody and they can compliment you back. And that's a fact. It's so good, so good supporting somebody and somebody supports you back. And that's a fact. But guess what? <laughs> They can't. So you got to learn how to let it go. Looks like another God TKO. Say so she'll be a singer in her next life. Somebody got woke up then. Oh, wow, that's my jam there. Hey, say it one more time. Cletus. Ooh. Let it go so you can grow. Forgive so you can heal. I had to learn how to. Serious, I had to let it go. For he says, for I am with you to do what? Deliver you. So you plus God is the majority, so it don't matter who don't see the vision. Look at what he says. <laughs> Look, keep going, Tamara. For I am with you to deliver you, says Lord. So I had to come to the conclusion that me and God was the majority. Watch this. Thank you. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. Somebody said, I've been anointed. Okay, then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words, no, he said it again, right, in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations, over the kingdoms, and what? 
to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to play. Let me say this. When you have an assignment to tear some things down, it's intimidating to the devil. And don't look. I'm just giving you a nugget for everybody to support it, everybody to see it, and everybody wants you to achieve it. Ooh, I heard this. Okay, Joseph, I know you want to tell everybody. Who's Joseph? <laughs> Go back and read your Bible. Ask your grandma. Sunday school 101, flight 102. <laughs> Joseph got all excited, had a dream. God showed him the vision. He couldn't wait to tell it. That was me. Oh, I'm excited about God. I want to tell everybody. Some things God show you for your future. You just, as Mary did, hide them in your heart, baby. Because the ones he told was the one who tried to abort it. But let me give you a nugget. The devil tried to stop you. I heard a woman God said, but he can't do it. <laughs> They'll do everything they can to try to get you in that pit. And then once they think they got you in there, try to seal it off. But let me tell you what God has for me. It is for me. It ain't nothing. Nobody can do it. Can't nobody stop it, Brittany. Can't no demon in hell and his cousins stop what God has on your life. The only thing the devil can do is try to get you in agreement with him. But as long as me and God stand in agreement, it shall come to pass. Somebody need to give him a shout of praise. Keep going. I'm getting ready to show you. I'm almost through. More the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, this is where I want to take you. What do you see? Do you see it? Because if you can see it, oh, I promise you, you can be it. And see, that's why the devil wants you to have blurred vision. See, you get blurred vision when you still listen to the lot now. You're trying to walk in the new, but because you're still over here in the toxic fish tank. <laughs> Thank you. She said, like your eyes being dilated. Good example. But see, God said I had to totally disconnect in order to reconnect. Somebody need to hear this. For the assignment that I have for your life. And it don't feel good when he disconnect. See, that's all I know. That's all Abram knew. That's all you know. That's like a child who's been in an abusive home. They come to get the child out the house. I want mama. Mama to knock your eye out your back. Your, your arm broke. Your leg broke. Mama don't even feed you. But guess what? That's all I, I want to stay here because guess what? That's all I know. <laughs> and there's a lot of believers. Thank y'all for helping me. They're like she said, Comfortable. You know you don't like living like you living. Who want to live beneath their kingdom privilege? It's something inside you ought to rise up, and I want the best. I'm tired of being tired. But do you see it? And if, if believers tell the truth, most of us, starting off when God show you, you can't see it. You don't see it. But you got to start off by faith. I had to start doing minor sizes every day. But you don't have time for that. It don't take all that. To reprogram that subconscious mind. And when you done been in Egypt for 20, 30, 40 years. Oh, it's going to take some intentionality. 
and I'm going to say this, and people don't believe this. That's why I don't care how much you love somebody. And I know about three of y'all going to cry. You're going to have some side effects over this. But no matter how much you love somebody, when you become aware that there are some toxic traits, and notice I'm going to say toxic traits because I don't believe that there's anybody God created that's all toxic. But when I realize you have toxic traits, you know, you could be around somebody, start paying attention, and you leave them, and you feel that little heaviness coming over you. Or even if you don't feel heavy, when you leave there, you were feeling good about yourself. And all of a sudden, you got to cast down thoughts about you. You got to build you back up. That's a sign. Watch the red flags and pay attention to them. Care who it is. If I got to build me back up after I leave you, we, we can't hang no more. But I'm going to be aware. Because, see, the thing about the, with the enemy, he don't want you aware because he want to just drop the poison. You get what I'm, what do you mean drop the poison? You know, you got the glass, and I'm just, I can't give you a whole bottle of the poison. Because if I do, you're going to know it's, this tastes funny. Something ain't right with this. But I'm going to just drop little niggas. You know, some people think they better than others when they get a new car. You know, I just got a new car. So who you trying to throw off on? When people get married, they just, they just change. They're like, they don't, I'm married and you're not. So what you trying to say? And I ain't going to argue with you about it anymore. <laughs> I'm not. Not going to do that anymore. But I'm aware that as, as y'all sell on the street, you got some haterade working through you. And I don't even use the word. I don't concentrate on my haters. I'm too busy being great to hate. <laughs> That's a nugget. You can't focus on hate and be great. Or the haters. <laughs> Hurt people going to hurt people. Once again, I said this earlier, Miss Katrina, they can't encourage anybody else. They don't know how to do it. They can't. And if you can't compliment somebody, you can't support somebody, you can't, and you say you care about them, you need to start being aware and ask yourself, why can't I do this? Why can't I? If it's hard for you to like what they do. Okay. But it says, then the Lord said to me, I'm sorry, let me go back. More the word Lord can have said, Jeremiah, what do you see? Do you see it? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well if I'm ready to do what? To perform my word. So God has said he's ready to perform his word in your life. But what do you see? In other words, he's saying, now I need you to get an agreement with me. Get an agreement with me and guess what? Lock in on it. Now, I don't know how true this is, but my dad, I guess it's my daddy's day. But daddy used to talk about the bulldog. And some of you guys have heard me saying this. They say that when you have a bulldog, and Flatter thinks some of y'all dog lovers, y'all help me. But they say the bulldog, that when he lock in on something, you got to shoot him, kill him to move him off of it. Now, I heard this, and if I'm incorrect, somebody out there, y'all correct me. But they say the way his nostrils are built, that he can breathe and still so this is not going to kill you what you're going through. Grow through it and lock in. You just stay in agreement with God. He built you. He built you. Okay? To handle the adversity. You, you got it? Christ in me, the hope of glory. So first of all, you ain't coming to me without going through him anyway. Excuse me. Anyway. God said, I'm ready to perform my word, but what do you see? Well, Lord, you don't know the kind of past I had. I'm glad you said that. I got one scripture before I close out. Tamara, go to Colossians 2, 14 in the Passion. I'm done. I got one minute. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but I got some more stuff for next week. Well, I'm waiting on Pastor Rex. Guess what, man? You're in the same boat. 
And if he don't come back, guess what we're going to do? Well, I'm going to do, okay? We'll find him. We'll go with him. I want Pastor Rex and me to need you to gather right. Praise the Lord. But see, when you learn that God still speaks, you get what you need today. Some of you guys, whether you be honest or not, you needed this. <laughs> you, you was wondering why nothing was happening. <laughs> so you needed your mama. You needed some, yeah, yeah. See, they need their mama and their daddy. There are some things that he gives, some things she gives, and it makes a whole child a whole. Notice I said whole. Christ wants you to be made whole. Nothing broken and nothing missing. See, it's been so much dysfunction in the body of Christ that when we see wholeness, it can be intimidating. You know, I even tell our children, don't think everybody like us. Y'all not used to some of this. There are fractured people running around here. There were little fractured people. Now they big fractured, grown people. Why, why is she acting like that? Because she a 59-year-old fractured woman that didn't get the help at 12. So all she did was grow up in size. But mentally, that little child is locked up in there. So when children get angry, what they do, they retaliate. Uh, you ugly, your head big. Uh. Stop getting angry. Hurt people, they try to hurt other people. They're going to call you name. What, what, what they do when they get mad? They're going to call your name. They're going to say stuff. They don't mean that. They're just saying it because they fractured. Why my mom and dad always call me names? Because they fractured. Do you mean you don't love them? Yeah, we love mom and daddy. Their psychology has been proven that emotionally unhealthy parents, they produce emotionally unhealthy children. Mm. So maybe that explains why mama used those mind games to get you to do what she wants you to do. Hmm. Maybe that's why daddy pulled those kind of stunts on you because daddy is fractured, but daddy don't want to listen to no Pastor Ray's, Pastor Trace Reed. No, daddy ain't going to do that. The devil ain't going to let him. There are people in here can't listen to me. Because, see, if you get too close, if you hear too much, deliverance is going to take place. You thought it was you just didn't want to fool. No, 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 no. It's that spirit don't want you to get this because if you do get it, you can't come in contact with the anointing and nothing changes and everything going to stay the same. That was a nugget for somebody. You wonder why you couldn't do it. <laughs> Check this out for those who've been saying what they can't do. I'm an old sinner. I'm a, I'm a nobody trying to tell everybody. Y'all just shout about somebody who can say. Sounds so good. I'm not that, that's your favorite song. Shout out. But as a new creation, that's incorrect. I'm a somebody. Because <laughs> when me and Christ walk in the room, Christ in me is a somebody. The hope of people's glory and my glory. <laughs> so I don't know who needed to hear that. I heard a man of God say, you can sing a lie as well as tell one. Be careful with this music and this song because that stuff gets in your spirit and you think you're being humble singing this stuff. I'm not singing it. Give me that old time religion. The religion didn't help you then. The scripture talks about, are you burnt out? Some people are burnt out 
because of religion. That's why you don't care whether you go to, I was thinking this morning, religion will have you where you don't care if you see another church in your life. You could have grew up in the big John, well, I ain't mean to call no names. If that's your church, Lord knows I'm just throwing something out here. The first rock on the hill. But religion will burn you out so bad and you don't know who you are that when you get out of them streets, you don't care if you never see another church building a day in your life because guess what? You burn out anyway from getting in there and get told about how much of a sinner you are. They know they sinners. They know. I, I can tell you what you did last night, but you know what you did. Me talking about what you did ain't going to help you with no breakthrough. You're going to hell. They know they're going to hell. Show me how to get out of hell. Then you mad about a grace message. The religious supposed to hate the grace message. Oh, you trying to tell people to live wrong? The man of God never told you. As a matter of fact, he said, the closer you get to God, the less of that crap, when you realize his goodness, you want to do. Now, why I got to go? I'm, I'm shutting it down. I feel like my natural father trusted me. I feel like he trusted me. I ain't going to say to God at me because he wasn't in there then. But I felt like he trusted me. He trusted what he put in me. I put it that way. And so there were certain things I did not do. Let me go over here. It wasn't the Holy Ghost because I ain't had no Holy Ghost. I ain't, had no Holy, I ain't had nothing to keep me but his word. Not, not God's word, but my daddy's. So there were some things I didn't do because I knew that he trusted me not to do it. And I didn't want to disappoint him. It was so bad, I lost balance. Now, who needs to hear this? I'm pregnant as I can be with my husband. Please tell Dad I'm pregnant. Babe, we married. <laughs> I said, I can't tell him. You can't tell your daddy you're pregnant, we married. Didn't want him to know. But the good thing about it, though, is that I had that confidence, though, that I didn't want to do anything. Anything that I thought would cause him to feel like I took advantage of his trust in me. Me not getting pregnant, me not doing certain things, it wasn't the Holy Ghost. It was because I felt like he trusted what he put in me. So with grace, God trusts us and he loves us so much that I don't want to go get drunk. I'm not trying to live like the heathen. Oh, excuse me, the other people. There are things that I would not do because I don't want to bring a reproach because I represent the ambassador. I'm an ambassador, excuse me, I represent the king. So there are certain things that I don't want to be associated with because he trusts me to carry his name. Okay, you guys looking at me. <laughs> I tell our daughter, don't, don't say I'm not going to do something because... My mom and daddy is a preacher. I'm a child of God. I'm a king's kid. So I don't want to do that. I'm not interested in that because he trusts me enough to give me freedom of choice. Let me go over here. I can do what the rest of the women, Chelsea, I could, I could commit adultery. I could run around here and, and be the freak of the week. <laughs> Do you hear what I'm trying to tell you? I could run around here and, and what we got freedom of choice. God don't make anybody do anything. If he did, everybody would live right and do right. But because I know he loved me, 
Thank you, Jesus. I thank him for grace. That when the lights are out, I can still represent him well. I don't know who needed to hear this. And I don't let anybody tell me that I'm not good enough for what he said I could do. And those who have done foolishness, his grace, he still love you with the five different baby daddies. If it's 20 of them, he still love you. And once you realize he love you, that'll cut that, re that source off anyway. They won't be getting that no more. He'll be like, hey. You can't do this no more. Because now I know who I am. I'm a valuable prized possession. Can't touch this. Mm -mm -mm. I can show you how to get your groove back. Realize who you are in Christ. No, it ain't that I can't. I could give you, well, Lord, give it to you if I want. I'll give my cookies away if I want to. But I decided, my God, trust me. And what he got for me, you're not fixing the mess. This. No, you can't. No, no, no. You ain't even worth it. Where you work? I don't care if you work for the president. You No, no, no. And we're going to wait until it's official. No, what? I got to close off. I know it's been an hour. See, when you realize grace and you, you teach this and not religion, See, religion will tell you, you're going to hell, you're a hoe, you can't come up in here like that. You can't. See, relationship teaches you, you're a queen. Come on in here. I don't care what you got on. I don't care what you look like. Because once you get in here with this anointing, pretty soon you're going to be coming in here like, we're going to be like, who that? Was that? And I'm not talking about long dresses and, 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 and looking like you get ready to go to the, <clears throat> let me. Someone told me yesterday, it's a true story. I saw you with your shorts on and you freed me. I said, hey, I've been free. <laughs> you didn't know? You better connect with this anointing. I tell what nobody think. I came yeah, with my shorts on and my heel. Thank you. I receive it. <laughs> you freed me. I didn't know I could dress like that. Let me help you, boo. Let me help you. Because, see, religion would train you. Then you look the part but tore up inside. Let me go over here. Looking good. They look good. Big old hats. And I love a hat, so I'm not dressed to the nine yard, and, and you tore up. You ain't not telling everybody they're going to hell, but your heart is tarnished. Your, your heart is bad. Because if you had a good heart, you wouldn't even tell me I'm going to hell, because you know that God loved me just as much as he loved your trifling. Well, see, that's why I don't like to go live. How you get to be the spokesperson for the kingdom? Who put you in charge? But it says he counseled out, listen at this, y'all, every legal violation we had on our record. Every legal violation, somebody said cancel. But then you used to be, did you get the memo? Huh. Well, didn't I see you last night? <laughs> he, who is he? Y'all make it plain for the folks out there, for the people in the back. Okay, God, counsel out what? Part of your legal violation. What's left out of that? Every, so what church person, because I ain't going to say believers, got the nerve to tell you that you're not qualified? Who? Matter of fact, the next time they try to judge, when I say judge, because there are cases where you can, I'm talking about trying to make you feel bad about where you are, just, just be like, well, when did he assign you to the throne? <laughs> Do like Jesus did. Since you want to come and talk about her, let, let, let's start... Let, let's go and open up the closet. Let's, let's, since you want to tell me what she did, 
Let, let, let's find out. Because first of all, you're meddling, as Pastor would say. So that means you're a gossiper. That means that you're talking about something that you're not even qualified. And then you're trying to come tell me and I'm the boss. Okay, look at this. He counts about it. We got to go because I know y'all don't like to sit in too long. See, the movies, you can stay three hours. This is what I don't get. And I'm going to talk to somebody out there, none of you guys. If I could sit up and watch a movie that they making their money and they act like they free and, and somebody teaching me something that can cause me to really operate in some freedom and you saying something, we ain't talking about he got up with all power, which nothing's wrong with all power. But when he got up, don't leave me right there. Don't leave me right there. Because I'm lost. I need to know what happened for me when he got up. So if you can tell me that. Because for 25 or 30 years, all I knew was he got up. Well, ha! With all power. We just shouted. Both left, just as fractured. And thank you. And we're broken. Didn't know Christ said, re- we didn't know. You can't do what you don't know. So that's what religion does. Who you think you are trying to t- I'm trying to give you some truth of the word of God. That's not going to create no deliverance and breakthroughs, me preaching at you and, and hollering at you and telling you what Jesus did and not finishing the story. Because that's not how the story ends. Three days later, he rose again. Okay. But, but take me further now. Because we do sing the song. See, I told you, we do still go further. But after that, what happened? What happened after, what, as a result, thank you, Holy Ghost, of him getting up from the cross? And if you want to know about that, go to Pastor Rick's last, what, three or four sessions that he gave us. Y'all remember he taught this in here? Okay, what happened as a result uh, of the cross? What did Jesus do? He took your guilt. Let's, let's go here and show you. Shame the blood. Look, he canceled out every legal because, see, the devil had some legal rights until Jesus came. He canceled out every legal violation we had on our record. Man, that's like you'd have been to prison and you walk out the door. Sing. I got a federal record. Not anymore, boo. Okay? It says, in the old arrest, a warrant that what? Stood to indict us. How dare some religious person try to tell me I'm not good enough? And it says, he what? Erased it all. Our sins, hold on, our stained souls, that fracturedness. You got to learn how to operate in it. We got to learn how to maintain what he obtained. He paid the price for you to have a free soul. That's why you need thorough pastors and people that can help you. That Look, boo, boo, you're not that anymore. You might have did what they said you have done, but you're not the person they say you are. Look at this. It says, he erased it all, our sins, our stains, so he deleted it. Oh, God, let, let me, have you ever written a paper? You've been on your computer? Any, any of y'all, especially new school people, you write in a paper, just say, and, and, and you accidentally delete it. Unless you saved it. Guess what? I heard a woman of God say so she wrote a whole book, and this was some years ago, and forgot to save as she was going along and accidentally deleted it. Yes. Gone. Somebody said, guess what? Everything you've done in your past, I don't care. It's new now. It's new now. It might not have been, but it's new now. 
You a bird? Yes, ma'am. Born again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, saints. How many children you got? Say hallelujah. Don't you worry about how many I got. Says everything new. Okay? Everything new. So he erased all our sins, our stained souls. He deleted it all. And guess what? This is what it says. And they cannot be retrieved. Now, if he's not retrieving it, how dare you try to bring it back up? Well, I remember back in third grade when me and you got, <laughs> you know, you get back with your little social media friends. Remember when me and you back in the, um, what you talking about? Anyway, everything we once were in Adam, what? Have been placed, where? I did not tell you about that cross, onto what? His cross. Read this together, right? Let's read. And nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Somebody says cancel. I'm done. And next week, I'm going to talk about the characteristics of a new creation. So as you're crossing over, know that everything's been canceled out. He has a purpose and a plan for your life, but he wants you to see it. You got to see it. We walked into a restaurant in Los Angeles, and Christina and I, uh, me, her, and Tia, we walked into a restaurant in Los Angeles. We was actually in Inglewood. I took them back to see where I used to live at. And we walked into this restaurant, and I'm closing. And there was a lady, as soon as we walked in the door, she came up to me, and she says, I got a word for your daughter. Well, she did it respectfully. She said, can I tell her? And I'm like sitting there like, okay, you know, let's see. So she told Christina, she says, you got a gift for writing. She said, did you know that? Christina said, well, my mama said. She was like, you, she was kind of bold. You got, then she said, she said, you got to know it. She said, you need to know it. And so I already had shared it with her. That's another thing. Stop listening to everybody else, but your mama and daddy can't speak into your, something wrong with that picture. You need but you receive everything else from out here. You better have somebody to know how to guard and protect and know what's God's. Now, who need to hear that? So if somebody give me a word, let me go to my seat. Let me, let me confirm this. You're a prophet. You don't know two Bible verses. Sit down somewhere and learn something. What's your title? Learning how to read the Bible. That's my title. I want to be, because you got a prophetic word. You got a calling on your life. When your trial sermon, your trial sermon is sitting here and know this word, and, and you don't have to go on trial. Who need to hear this? But she told my baby, and, and it's true. She's a creative writing minor, and then when I say she can write like it ain't nobody's been, give her a paper. It's a wrap. She called her at night and tell her theme, and, and she used to do it all the time. I got a paper to you, Christina. Christina said, "Oh, just give it to me." She just goes in there for fun and write the paper and ace it. We were walking out the door from the graduation yesterday for Rex Jr. And one of the teachers, I kid you not, almost ran me down, telling me, oh, Miss Rex, Rex is such a good student. And please tell him, don't lose his gift for writing. So I, I know it's an anointing on them that, 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 that got passed down. I already know it. I didn't know Rex's was as, I guess, as, um, what should I say, as, as what word is I trying to use? It's just a strong gift that he has for writing, too, because he's the kind of child. He writes his stuff, and then I'm like, Rexy, what you wrote? Oh, my, you won't see that. Now, Christina would always bring her stuff to me, but when the lady said it yesterday, it registered to me that they, you know, he wrote an essay to get into college that I'm telling you, I was like, T, I'm like, boy, you, you did that. You did that. And, and I don't take it lightly, but when the lady came up to me, what blessed me, she asked me, could she say what she needed to say? And she told Christina, but you need to know. Now, Christina, creative white and class, ace it. Ace. I mean, she, you know, and I told her, and I, I gave her a word. I said, you know, you'll be writing scripts. She, uh, uh, I mean, she just got a gift for it on top of whatever else she's doing it. 
What do you have a gift for? That you let somebody else talk you out of it because they couldn't see it. The lady said, but what do you see? And as I close out, what do you see for your life? What do you see? Well, my family said I wasn't no good. We ain't talking about a lot them. What do you see? And Drill, that was a time I didn't see it. But now that I do, since I, I can see clearly now, the rain is gone. Guess what? I don't need nobody else to see it. Because you plus God, me plus God, we're the majority. Give him a shout of praise. I'm done. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.